This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Alright, everybody, welcome to the WWE Podcast. This is the mailbag part two. You know it, I know it, we all know it. Having part two parts to a mailbag show is no fun, but Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan absolutely knocked it out of the park last night with their two-hour show together. I really appreciate all the effort they put in and all of you guys for putting in, in, in so much effort to, to send me the questions that I forwarded on to him and the missus. So I really do appreciate it. And I, again, I know that this two-part episode is uh, not ideal, but I want to definitely answer some of the voicemails. And there's one, I think one email that actually got left out and that's because it got submitted late from Grace. We'll get to that. Grace, speaking of Grace, she'll be joining me on the WrestleMania preview and prediction show tomorrow night. We'll be doing a full preview and prediction show tomorrow night. You're going to be hearing from me now until like, you know, next Wednesday. I mean, it's gonna be like a full week of me. Yeah, I know. Um, It is exciting, isn't it? So, uh, before we get it going at all, uh, I do want to give a few shout outs to some patrons. We've had people join us over the last couple of days and Steve, Matt and Charlie. I appreciate all of you for joining us here on the WWE podcast, Steve, Matt and Charlie, you guys are the best. And I would encourage you to, uh, to, to join at WWE podcast on Patreon to search Patreon com slash WWE podcast because you get into the discord server, which is a, a really fun chat. I'm going to be enabling voice chat. There's going to be a channel in our channel that you can talk instead of just typing that is being set up tonight. So that's going to be awesome for both nights of WrestleMania. You can give each other instant feedback. You can talk. Hell, I'm probably going to be doing a, 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 a spaces. It's called spaces on Twitter, which is like a little chat voice chat area. It's going to be crazy, guys. I'm going to be doing TikToks. I'm going to be on my website posting exclusive videos as well as exclusive videos on Patreon. But on Patreon, if you want the video, you have to go up to the SmackDown tier, which is a $5 tier, and you get all of our ad sh- uh, free ad, <laughs> all of our shows ad free, the Discord server plus video. Video is exclusive to the SmackDown tier and higher. So it's the biggest wrestling week of the year. The, the next few days are the biggest wrestling days of the year, guys. Don't miss out. Plus, I have a sale going on right now on my website, which also provides video and all my shows ad-free. If you go VIP and type in the code WrestleMania, the discount code, it'll get you 50% off, which is only $1.50 a month. So check out my website. Use promo code WrestleMania, guys. And lastly, our Apple podcast feed is 99 cents. That sale is going to be going away after WrestleMania. 99 cents for a month or $10 for an entire year, which is two months free. Go right now and get rid of those ads. You don't want to be dealing with them. We're going to have a ton of ads, and and rightfully so. This is the biggest, most downloaded content of the year, and podcasters and content creators are going to take advantage of that, and they should. So uh, if you don't want to deal with those ads, get rid of them for an extremely nominal fee of a dollar. I mean, Jeez, I, I I can't I actually can't go cheaper than that. Both Patreon and Apple won't let me go less than a dollar, so I I cannot discount it any further. So that being said, let's get to the one email that did get left out because uh, Grace, you got to send it in earlier. 
got to send it in earlier, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. Uh, they they do have a cutoff of about 7, I think it's 7 o'clock Eastern time. So I believe you sent it after that time. But nonetheless, you get the second best person to answer your email. I know it's not exactly first choice because you even addressed it to them. So, you know, my bad. Uh, but we don't have a choice at this point. So, okay, Grace, let's let's talk about your email here. Let's talk about your email. And, okay, you said, welcome back and happy WrestleMania week to y'all. You're talking to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. I have a few things to talk about, so let's get into it. First off, we're, gonna, we're going to start off with this one, the one and only big-time Bex. I cannot explain how far my jaw dropped when Bianca cut Becky's hair. I do realize Becky's obviously the heel, but I think it was slightly heelish for Bianca to go through with cutting her hair. Normally, I feel like the babyface would have broken the scissors right after beating her up, but I will say Becky's hair is straight fire, no pun intended. It really reminds me of straight fire Becky back in 2016 and 17. Anyway, I think after Becky drops the belt at Mania, she's going to become unhinged and go crazy like we saw on Monday Night Raw. At some point, they will build her up to be a babyface again so she can have a match with Ronda at SummerSlam or WrestleMania 39, most likely. I, uh, I did see her hair. It looks a little bit wacky, and maybe that's the point. It doesn't look very put together. It looks like a very 80s hairband look, which I, I don't hate. I, I have to see it in action, right? I know she put a video up of it getting done on Twitter or on Instagram, and it, it looks fine to me. I wouldn't say it's straight fire yet. However... I still will say that I'm, I'm going to give it an opportunity. I'll give it a chance. And it, it, it did seem heelish. I did mention that too in my show, that Bianca taking the scissors and actually going through with what she did, it's slightly heelish, but I don't think it was intentionally supposed to be that. However, I would expect the fans to be a bit divided on Sunday or whenever their matches. I can't remember which night. I would expect them to be very divided. I don't think it's going to be as much momentum as there was last year going into Sasha Banks and Bianca where the crowd was solidly behind Bianca. I think it's different now. Okay, uh, next on the list, we have Seth freaking Rollins. I believe he will have a match with Cody Rhodes this Saturday and will lose, sadly. I did hear something about Shane McMahon being pulled in for the weekend at WrestleMania, even though there haven't been any plans for him to be on the premium live event. If I hear, here comes the money, while playing, while uh, Seth is in the ring, I will lose my freaking mind and not in a good way. Oh my God. Imagine. Because... Grace, you can't say those things. You can't say those things because not only are you now, and, and am I also aiding in this, putting it out to the universe, but also imagine the reaction. Everyone and their mother expected to be Cody Rhodes. People are going to lose their minds when they see Cody Rhodes. It's going to be a, a really big pop. Now, whether or not that pops is sustainable throughout Cody's run is debatable. I mean, it's that all it's that shock and awe of, oh my God, we had somebody actually come from AEW back to WWE. You know, maybe that's the forbidden door that we heard about many months ago. But imagine if it's if everyone's waiting, it's Cody, it's Cody, it's Cody, and Shane comes out. Just think of the heat. There's no way, right? They can't do that. I, I think it'd be one of those matches that the crowd would chant bullsh bull. Like they would, right? They they would completely protest the match. They would hijack the match. Okay, for the women's tag match at WrestleMania, I believe Rhea and Liv will take the titles home. I would rather have Natalia and Shayna win because I want people like Rhea, Sasha, Liv, and Naomi to not be in tag teams. Overall, I think it will be an outstanding match because as of late, they have not let us down with their matches. 
for the build these past weeks. That's very true. You know, while no one, I mean, honestly, no one cares, like actually no one cares about the women's tag belts. I'm pretty sure on that because as we've seen, they are the most forgotten championships in WWE. And when you get them, you immediately are in a division by yourself because all the other tag teams that are just together for WrestleMania are going to be disbanded and they're going to go off on their own and there'll be nobody to uh, oppose the tag team champions. I, if I was in that match, I would not want those belts because they are a curse. They're cursed, but agreed that the quality of the build from the rep, from a wrestling perspective, not necessarily from story because people just banding together to quote unquote, have a artificial tag team division is not my favorite, but at least the quality of the wrestling matches have held this together and they have really done a great job. They even got like a, this is awesome chant uh, the past week or two. And there's no lack of effort on the women's part. So while the story's garbage and no one cares about the championships, at least they can bring in the crowd to an awesome match and maybe get them to organically start to care as the match goes on, because I believe it could be a very, very, very good match. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep this real short, but I think the Miz and Logan Paul pull out the win against the Mysterios. I also think that Logan Paul is going to impress a lot of people on Saturday. I think he would honestly be a great addition to the country, uh, considering he is used to being in front of camera and he's an athlete through and through, and he can bring an incredible amount of heel heat. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I think he could do it. I'm not. No, I don't think that's unpopular. I'm not doubting him. The problem is that Bad Bunny set an almost unreachable bar. If Bad Bunny didn't happen last year or he was abysmal, as many people expected, including myself, then the bar would be pretty low and Logan Paul would impress. But now everything that it, that is going to proceed, every celebrity appearance that precedes Bad Bunny will now be compared to an unachievable level. I mean, he killed it last year as far as celebrities go. And Logan Paul is athletic as he is doesn't necessarily, even though I believe he's more athletic and stronger and faster and all that than Bad Bunny by a a large margin, that doesn't necessarily translate into, I know how to wrestle, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't translate into in-ring ability. Not always. But I I would give him a shot. And you know what? I wouldn't put it past those two to win. Why not? You know? The Mysterials don't mean much, sadly. Last but definitely not least, we have the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I have Roman winning this match, no question about it. Honestly, I'm ready for this whole thing to be over because I'm just not a Brock Lesnar fan and I'm tired of the rivalry. Don't get me wrong, I love Roman and he's done a great job at building this up, but I just want him to get over this so he can face someone new and not someone he's had a match with three times at WrestleMania already. I really like Matt's theory of Rock coming out at the end and getting in Roman's face, so uh, I really hope that happens. Anyway, easy dubs for Roman on Saturday. And he is your new undisputed universal champion. That's all I have for now. I didn't, uh, I didn't, or I know I didn't do all the matches, but I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about it a lot more because you're coming on the show tomorrow night, Grace. So uh, yeah, look, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I just want this to be over. I, I, I don't want them to ever face each other ever again. Never. And it's not that they're bad together. I just feel like it's, that's, all that happens when Brock and Roman are around is it's Brock and Roman. That's also a referendum on them not being able to build new stars. I mean, I think that's also the case. And there's Drew McIntyre floating around. Why didn't they do that? Are they, they're, they're saving that. I mean, they know that's a match. That's a guaranteed main event at SummerSlam or even next year's WrestleMania if they wanted, if The Rock's not there. But it just makes no sense. 
that every single time Roman and Brock are around, they got to be put together. They got to be put together. It's like a match. It's the third match at WrestleMania that no one asked for. Nobody. Yeah, we've seen them at Super Showdown. We've seen them at other main events. We saw them at this year's SummerSlam. I mean, on, on top of how many times they've been on interacting on just normal shows on SmackDown or Raw. Enough is enough. Like, can we move on? I mean, they've been actually in a rivalry off and on periodically since WrestleMania 31. Remember that? The heist of the century? Roman versus Brock? Seven years ago? Yeah, I'm ready for this to be done. Can we move on? I mean, I don't. I honestly just want. Yeah, exactly. I hope Roman just gets to the W and we move on with our lives, so Roman can get in. And he'll have the whole roster open up to him, right? He's not just limited to SmackDown, which is the whole purpose of this. And I hope Brock's probably going to go away and sit on his farm and, and butcher meat and drink his whiskey and do whatever Brock Lesnar does. Sit on a fat pile of cash. Good for him. I'm not mocking him. Good for him. All right, Grace. Thank you. It's time to move on to those precious voicemails, and I think I know who this is. Yes, I do. Yes, it is. It's WrestleMania week. It would not be WrestleMania week without Sharon from Israel. Hello, Matt. This is Sharon from Israel, and this is WrestleMania week. I mean, how does all the bad things in the world and all the worries around are disappearing? And now we are talking about WrestleMania and WWE stuff. How we think about WWE as an escapism thing and this week more than ever I feel I understand how much talking about WrestleMania can be something in a different dimension <laughs> yeah so I don't know this year WrestleMania doesn't feel so much special the matches look like mid card and maybe I'm the only one that has that feeling but I remember when there were years that there were so much of great superstars that were in WrestleMania and you thought, oh, this is like a great main event. But nowadays, this is like nothing. You talked about the United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. The matches they got are so weird. Um. This is one thing. The second thing is about Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns. For the recent few weeks, Brock Lesnar was just in SmackDown. He wasn't in Raw. He's the champion of Raw. But he didn't come to Raw. He was just in SmackDown. And all this thing about the undisputed and unified championship that they're doing in WrestleMania, it's making Raw so weak. It's making Raw such a bad show because they don't have a main champion. And it's weird to see Brock Lesnar in SmackDown. And by the way, this week was Raw Mania and everything went loose. Ricochet and, and uh, McIntyre, everyone were everywhere. And it's WrestleMania week, so there is no rules anymore. And yeah. So, it was so weird. And, I don't know. One more thing that I want to say about this year, WrestleMania, that I feel really bad that the women have no um, match about something that it is out of the championship. 
They don't have any fuel that it's not reflected to a championship. I don't understand why they need to pit all the women in one championship match. Why they couldn't put them like in a field that doesn't um, relate to the championship. This was weird as well. So yeah, that's it. I hope that we will have a good WrestleMania. I am um, all the WWE podcast family. If I hope that we will all enjoy from this event. Um, that's it. Thank you. Sharon, you always start. It seems like you always start us off. I like it. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's well, and uh, I hope you enjoy WrestleMania, even though it sounds like you're a bit down on it. So let's go through your three points here briefly. You mentioned that this year's WrestleMania feels like an undercard. It feels like a mid-card, rather. It feels a little bit underwhelming. And I guess it depends what WrestleMania you're looking at and what, what, what WrestleMania you're comparing it to. Because there have been WrestleManias of years past, I would argue, that were worse. Hell, even WrestleMania in Dallas, I think it was Dallas, at WrestleMania 25, the only match all of us remember is Undertaker and Shawn Michaels that had one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time in that match. I mean... There have been some forgettable WrestleManias, even in the last 10 years, that you would argue, if you looked at it on paper, would go, yeah, this, this year's probably better. But it's all you know focused on right now. When you look at the card, it doesn't look super, super strong. But the other thing is you got to look at it from the perspective that WWE has taken the philosophy of everybody getting on the show. It seems that they just can't leave anybody off the show. And while I understand that from a performer's perspective, wrestler's perspective, that it would be it would be an honor to be on the show and it's a dream and all this you're also undercutting what wrestlemania is by definition they call it their super bowl of wrestling right in the super bowl i could be wrong but are there m- like many many teams that are in this super, uh, in the super bowl are there many many teams that are in the world series no it's two right now i'm not saying only two people should be on the show but the, per, the principle of WrestleMania is that it's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest match of the year, biggest pay-per-view of the year, which means, in theory, they should have only the best of the best. You should earn your way onto the show instead of it being the complete opposite of that, where everybody gets to be on the show, and therefore it waters down the show. It lengthens the show to an unmanageable amount, which at least they've addressed and cut it into to two nights, which I like, and I think everybody else does too. But it also, again, just gives a a, a bit of a consolation trophy to everybody when that's exactly the opposite of WrestleMania, what it should be and what it was in the past. Remember when you go back into even the um, late, obviously late nineties, early two thousands, mid two thousands, before the stadiums of WrestleMania began where everybody seemed to just be able to get on the show. It slowly became like a four hour show, then a five hour show, then a six hour show, then a seven hour show. When you talk about pre-show and all that and add all the time together. And now They cut it into two nights smartly, but my point is they have just watered it down to everybody gets to be on the show, yet they're telling us it's the biggest show of the year where it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It's very uh, contrarian. So that's that. Um, So WrestleMania Raw, look, I mean, I've hated that name from the beginning. WrestleMania Raw, WrestleMania SmackDown. What exactly differentiated WrestleMania Raw from any other Raw beyond just the name? What exactly was different? What made it feel real special and big? You can't just attach the the biggest word, the biggest marketing uh, phrase in your company, stick it and attach it to your raw show and then not do anything bigger than normal. 
It did not feel any bigger. There was nothing special about it. I got to say, it wasn't a bad show, but it's clearly marketing. It's clearly branding. That's all it is. There's nothing special about it. If they didn't name it WrestleMania Raw, you would have been like, yeah, that, that was an okay Raw, right? But they try to, it's all about perception, right? They try to make the perception, they try to alter the perception and curate reality that it's really bigger than it is. But that's their job is what I'd be told, right? Okay, that the, the, your third point, Sharon, I got to say is a great point and one that I have not thought of. Maybe you should run this show because the fact that the women on WrestleMania, and, and honestly, this is a bigger problem than just WrestleMania, that, that the women not even don't have a main event, apparently, because I think Stone Cold and KO are night one, and obviously Brock and Roman are night two. But beyond that, why do women's matches only need to happen, or why do they only happen when there's championships involved? Why can't they develop personal feuds? Why can't they develop these personal rivalries? That sells. Personal rivalries sell. That's a big problem. I mean, not just WrestleMania, but just in general. Why can't there be grudge matches? I mean, I got to admit, Sonya Deville and Naomi are an exception, and I think they did a really nice job. Probably too long of a job stringing that one out. Even though I enjoy building heat, that was a little bit too long. But outside of that, there's not a whole lot going on. And they, they strung that match out until it finally was like, all right, no one even cares anymore. But... Very, very rarely are women's matches about anything other than the championships. And that's a mistake. A big mistake. Great point, Sharon. All right, buddy. Well, I hope you enjoy WrestleMania. I hope you maybe call next week and leave a voicemail. And it surprised you. Maybe you, you're going to say you really liked WrestleMania. I hope. Okay. Let's continue on here. And what do I want to get to? Aha. Now. This is Mr. DJ Kuzmo, and that means adjust your speakers. I tried to turn down the volume on his voicemails. He's so energetic. It's, it's, I, I mean, I love it. But some people have told me that they fall asleep to my voice and then wake up to DJ's voicemail. So if you're ready, get prepared. Turn down your speakers. I'll do my best on my end with editing here in the audio to, to cut it down. But I mean, DJ, don't change anything. By the way, this is not a referendum on you, DJ. Like, keep your energy, brother. I love it. But those of you that are listening and you get a, you get woken up by DJ, well, uh, I'm going to give you a fair warning. So, uh, And I will also acknowledge, I'll also acknowledge this is a four-minute voicemail, and I did put a limit of three minutes on everybody. However, given it's WrestleMania week, and given that he hasn't been on the show in over three weeks, I'm going to cut him a little slack and give him an extra minute. Some people pointed that out, that some voicemails were over three minutes, and I, I get it. And everybody should be held to the same standard. But DJ hasn't been on in three weeks, and it's WrestleMania week, so I'm feeling a, a little bit generous with another minute, minute and a half that he has on the back end. I think it's like a four-and-a-half-minute voicemail. So that said, let's see what he's got to say. Here we go. Hello, WWE Podcast World. This is DJ Kuzmo back at it again on your mailbag show. I'll record it to you live once again on a Tuesday evening, and it is good to be back. It is good to be back on this mailbag after taking three weeks off with some personal stuff and some work stuff and some just enjoying the good life. I am back here right in time for WrestleMania, and it is not just a week away. It is not just two weeks away. It is just a few days away that we are going to experience a two-night event 
this coming weekend, WrestleMania 38. Now, folks, we do have night one. We do have night two. And, of course, the possible return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. But before I get there... I want to kind of cover what happened in the past three weeks. We heard that Cody Rhodes is possibly signing with WWE. Triple H uh, finally announces that he's going to retire. Uh, Jeff Hardy's in AEW and he's reunited with his brother Matt Hardy. And of course, rest in peace to Scott Hall. But man, oh man, before I get to what I want to talk to tonight, last week, Monday Night Raw, I can't believe it. But after the many months, after the many weeks that he said that he was coming to Raw, and when I saw that tweet, when I saw that uh, vignette, fear, Mahan is finally showing up on April 4th, 2022. Oh my goodness. Man, am I so excited that Fear Mahan is finally going to debut after the many weeks where he said he was coming to Raw. What the hell were they trying to do to this guy? He's Fear Mahan for crying out loud. No longer is he going to be on main event. No longer is he going to be backstage cutting vignettes. No longer is he going to be continuing to post his stuff on Twitter about what he's doing at the gym. He is finally showing up on April 4th, the Monday night after WrestleMania, that Veer Mahan will debut and he will make his triumphant return on that very old Monday night. Now, I am calling that day, I am coining that day, April 4th, as Veer Mahan Day, that Veer Mahan has and will show up. Now, who knows? Who is he going to face? And it would it be a, a one-off? Who knows? But I am so excited. I am overexcited that finally Veer Mahan is going to show up. Shout out to Kanye Twitty. He's also in the same camp as me that Veer Mahan, the watch party for Veer Mahan, will finally come to an end when he finally makes his appearance on Monday Night Raw, April 4th, 2022. Veer Mahan day and I will call this a national holiday so you could take the day off from work you could take the day off from school because Veer Mahan is gonna finally show up on Monday Night Raw now with that being said folks of course we have Wrestlemania this coming weekend and I'm calling out to you all to join me and everybody all the patriot all the patrons on the discord chat because this is our time this is our moment this is our Super Bowl this is our our New Year's Day our Christmas our birthdays wrapped up into a two-night event called Wrestlemania I want to see everybody in the discord chat this weekend Jeff from the Philippines, I need you in the Discord chat. Uncle Chris, I know there's a time difference. I want you in that Discord chat this weekend for WrestleMania. Oh, my friends and everybody that have been listening to the podcast for the many months and for the many weeks, join me. Join Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan. Join G Money. Join Randy the Patron. Join Kanye Twitty and the rest of us in the Discord chat. On this coveted WrestleMania weekend, night one and night two. With that being said, folks, I will not prolong this long promo because I have other things to do. And most importantly, it is great to be back. It is great to be back on the mailbag. I hope you have a blessed week and I will see you and you will see me in the Discord chat this weekend. Have a blessed week and I'll talk to you soon.
If there's anybody that can contrast the very sometimes mellow voice that I have and mellow energy that puts people to sleep, there is nobody better than DJ. And I mean that complimentary. That's the that's the great part of this is that you get very diverse voices on this show. I mean, it's not just me droning on to myself in my office. It is great people like DJ and others that that add such a energy to this show that often needs a shot in the arm. So awesome, DJ. Yeah, Vera Mahan watch is now over. Well, I shouldn't say it's over, right? We got to be careful. WWE has put out dates before. They've put out times before for vignettes of people returning, and then 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 all of a sudden they just are forgotten and they don't they don't return. So I could see WWE just glossing this over and just not even acknowledging the fact that they did this because maybe they have other plans for him or they can't fit him into the show. I wouldn't believe your eyes until he's there. I could foresee it still not happening April 4th, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. I really can't. At this point, though, I think he's going to get a lot of crowd, crowd support because people are just, he, he's getting over without even saying a word, right? Like in these just vignettes, in these coming soon promos. I mean, I don't know if at this point it's on purpose to get him over in the most you, just bizarre way possible that he's going to get kind of a, he's going to get a big reaction, but almost in a sarcastic way that could translate into just organic support for the guy because he's just been advertised for so long. It's getting hilarious and people are starting to gravitate to that in a a very kind of odd way. But I, I I don't know. Yeah. I I wouldn't believe your eyes until I see it, DJ. And as far as the discord chat goes and your promo that you, uh, you cut for the discord and our Patreon service, I really appreciate that. It's going to be a lot of fun on Patreon, I got to say. And I'm not, I'm not going to turn this into another infomercial. But if you want to chat live with all the other patrons and voice chat, I'm going to be setting that up, guys, and voice chat, head on over to patreon.com slash WWE podcast. It's only a dollar. Of course, you can go higher, right? You can go higher and you can actually get in and watch video and uh, you know other things and get shout outs. But the dollar will at least get you in the door with hundreds of ad sh- free shows and the Discord server itself. So consider doing that but dj man it's wrestlemania it's our christmas let's go buddy i I really i'm really excited to hear what you think about next week with monday night raw after wrestlemania and of course wrestlemania itself so i'm looking forward to that and let's continue on hey man it's chris from switzerland or uncle chris as you say and many greetings here it's end of the month or when you say it's end of the month it's here comes the money here we go money Yeah, and uh, (laughs) I wish you a very nice uh, WrestleMania weekend and uh, thanks for all your work. And you have to know, um, when I'm coming into your show here again, you know, one thing is sure is... It's boss time! Yeah, and and, um, I'm looking forward to do this again with you maybe in uh april or may i would love to uh make another show with you and um yeah. really no really yeah really i want to and um there's one thing <laughs> to play again and um it's kind of uh yeah when you appear on the show we all know Here comes the big dog, yeah, and that's you, probably. I don't know if you're the real big dog here, and who's the boss or not. 
Uh, I have wrote a big wig email with uh, for the Mr. Mr. Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. I have uh, only one thing to say about the final match, maybe of WrestleMania. It's I still very very much hope Reigns will win this thing. And um, I told Mr. And Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan about a booking for a new star on the horizon who is. Uh, searching Brock Lesnar on his farm in some segments and um, they build kind of a friendship and at WrestleMania 39 it's uh, Roman Reigns versus this new kid and Brock Lesnar is in the new kid's corner and Paul Heyman in the corner of Reigns of course and there's the final victory for this new guy on the horizon this new great baby face I'm Hoping is going kind of that way. Maybe listen to that email I wrote them, but I couldn't wrote, uh, uh, send it to you as well. Um, now I wish all of us a very nice, very cool WrestleMania week. And, and <laughs> maybe you make a mailbag WrestleMania. <laughs> or the WrestleMania mailbag. <laughs> I don't know. And now... Take care, Matt, and thanks for everything, and talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Chris, 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 Chris. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, you came prepared. Chris came prepared. Uncle Chris was ready. He had sound he had he had sound drops. You 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 came with fire, all right? And uh I was cringing. During some of that, I mean, I do not miss hearing Big Dog. The best thing ever, beyond Roman Reigns being extremely successful as a heel, the side effect of that is we never have to hear Michael Cole say Big Dog ever again. However, you continue to remind me, right? Like, Big Dog apparently will never die, and uh, Boss Time will never die. So, yeah, Chris, uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, look, Anytime you want to come on, I mean, I, April, May, we'll figure out a time. I know, again, our time zones are just so wacky. And I know the last time you got up crazy early and or stayed up late, I couldn't remember which one. So uh, we'll figure it out. And I, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, definitely come on. I, I know that the last time we were on, people loved hearing us chat about wrestling. And boy, oh boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny you, you did Here Comes the Money, as I just talked about some uh, somebody who wrote in and asked if imagine if it's not Cody Rhodes facing Seth Rollins if it's if it's Shane McMahon imagine hearing that imagine hearing that imagine the crowd oh man they would die so Chris <laughs> bring in some entertainment bring in some humor all at my expense and it's all in uh, all in WrestleMania spirit and yeah maybe maybe I'll call it the WrestleMania mailbag maybe I'll just jump on the WrestleMania I'm call everything WrestleMania maybe maybe uh Maybe this is um, going to be the WrestleMania WWE podcast. Maybe maybe just everything I do during the day tomorrow is WrestleMania, right? It's my WrestleMania bedtime, actually, in about an hour. I, I have WrestleMania brushing my teeth. I have to uh, WrestleMania wake up. And then after WrestleMania, I have breakfast, right? I mean, I, it could just attach it to everything because there is no meaning to it anymore. So, <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. Thanks, Chris. We'll be in touch for a, a, a joint show soon all right here we go uh let's get to and actually i'm gonna pause the voicemails for one second because this is not an email i missed per se but rather somebody who wrote in and said that they 
have figured out uh, why WWE is allowing stars to cross over with no explanation. This is from from Jacob. This is very, very brief, guys. He said that uh, Jacob Bryant wrote in, wrote in and said that they actually have explained how SmackDown and Raw wrestlers could be on the other show. I believe it was about a year ago when Corbin was trying to cash in on Lashley's offer to take out Drew before WrestleMania. Maybe it was just to complain or explain Corbin crossing over, but they mentioned that superstars can cross over four times a year. Jacob, yeah, uh, that was the last time. And even if it just continued in perpetuity, which I don't think it did, they don't they don't drive it home. They don't even again. You would imagine that they would explain it when somebody comes on Raw, like somebody as big as Roman and, and the Usos, explain how they're there. They don't do it. And even if this was just implied that this continued, they have far exceeded that number. This, the, the, that to me is no, no, they, they don't even, the thing is they realize that they can't box themselves in by doing a wild card rule or doing a four times a year or a quarterly invitational because they're then limiting how many times that they can come over and, and, and at their own convenience, put somebody on a show that they don't belong at. So they just decided, yeah, let's just not explain it and just do it with, and no one's going to care. That's what they've done. All right. Well, uh, before I lose my, my mind here, uh, thank you, Chris, for energizing me in a very, uh, a very interesting way. I got to say that, but, uh, all right. So let's see here. Let's, um, Let's get to the voicemails here. This is from, I think, no, I don't think I know. This is from Memphis Mark. Let's see what Memphis Mark has to say this week. Hello, everyone. This is Memphis Mark coming from Mullet Manor, and I decided to do something a little different. Everybody's got their opinions about the shows, so I was going to give you a, a different view. Why do you like wrestling? Really? No, seriously. I'm not afraid. I'm strong in my uh, sexuality and my manhood or whatever. Uh, um, why do you like it? You know, here's a few reasons that I do. Growing up, I had a deaf mother, and it was easy for her to read the lips of the wrestlers because everybody's trying to overpronounce it. So she loved it. And this is before telecaption and everything on radio. As a matter of fact, my mother was one of the first people in Memphis, Tennessee, which is not a small city, to get a telecaption uh, across her um, uh, TV. It was like a VCR, but anyway, we're going way back in history. Uh, so that's one of my reasons. Growing up as a family, the aspect of being a part, being able to take your kids, being able to discuss it, just, you know, explaining things. Okay. Um and then, and then me, uh, I was in the restaurant and bar industry for 35 years here in Memphis, Tennessee. So I got to late meet a lot of the guys. And, and, and we, it's a whole other time that I can go into some stories on those. But, you know, that's what I'm going to do that. Um, oh, a quick quote on, uh, Bret Hart, uh, said once, uh, there was something beautiful, and this is not an exact quote, but something beautiful, uh, about a brotherhood of big tough guys who can pretend to hurt each other, but they don't. You know, and, and just think about that. All right, uh, real quickly, uh, what is, uh, what is a scam? What is, uh, what is, uh, uh, script, you know, everybody knows it's scripted. Every, it is what it is, but it's my soap opera. It's my, uh, chance to get away from, uh, uh, the time and, uh, 
you know, a chance to be, um, to escape everything. So that's just my version. Everybody's got their own, uh, own deal. Um, uh, everybody, all the hosts, you're doing a great job hosting hostesses. And, uh, Matt, I hope you're getting some sleep and loved your young, uh, uh, son. Um, you're taking a little uh, chip off the old block there, young man. Uh, so anyway, guys, I hope everything's going good. Spay and neuter. I support Ukraine. Love y'all. I'm out. Hey, Memphis Mark. Welcome back to the show. Very, a very cool take about uh, wrestling and, and why we love it. Right. And for, well, first of all, thank you for the compliments on my son. He, uh, yeah, he, if you haven't seen it, guys, um, I have tried to utilize my son to go viral. Um, cause I'm a great parent like that. I, I put him on, um, he, he was watching me play WWE 2K22 and I was Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. And, um, uh, he started emulating Stone Cold and he looked at Stone Cold and during his entrance and said, daddy, daddy, that's you. Right. Cause I'm, I also shave my head, although I'm in about a foot shorter than Stone Cold and have uh, you know, a quarter of the muscle mass, but Hey, I'll take it. If he said, you know, that's you. And then he emulated Stone Cold's entrance. So it was really funny. If you haven't seen it, it's on my TikTok account. You can follow me at the WWE podcast, or you can uh, check it. I think I even put it on Twitter. Um, I think, I don't know. I know it's, it's, it's out there. Uh, so, uh, anyway, thank you for that. As far as uh, your reasons for loving wrestling, I mean, I, it's hard for me to respond to that because it's, it's a very subjective thing. The one thing I think we all share with wrestling is that it, it does provide an escape from reality. I mean, that's why we watch any TV show. That's why we watch any movie. It's to provide a, an escape from whatever we're doing. Even if it's, even if our lives aren't bad, it's just an escape to turn our brains off. I mean, our brains are constantly overloaded with information all day and to just turn it off and have mindless entertainment. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but that's what it should be. You shouldn't have to think too hard. You really shouldn't. Um, It should be easy to follow entertainment and wrestling generally is not all the time. And it's that's what it is. I think that's a common thread among all fans, among really all TV fans. (laughs) That's why we watch TV. The hell that's why we watch TikTok is just zone out. And, and uh, escape whatever we're doing. And sometimes to our, our default, our uh, detriment, I think sometimes it's too much where we just get lost in our screens. But that said, your, your um, story about your deaf mother, really cool. I mean, I, I don't think I would have obviously ever guessed that, but I bet you that's very unique to yourself. I, I, I would venture to guess nobody else out there has that, that story or that reasoning for starting to watch wrestling. Um, that's cool. As far as I go, I mean, the the reason I watch it beyond, oh, it's an escape. I, I, well, number one, it does continue with this podcast. And this, is, this podcast is a revenue stream for me. Okay. The, that's no secret. Who wouldn't want to monetize their work? But I love wrestling, right? I mean, I wouldn't have started this if I didn't love it. So why do I love wrestling? Why do I, why do I continue to watch it? Well, I guess it's a way to live vicariously sometimes through through um, performers, through wrestlers. I mean, I re- really gravitated towards Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, who couldn't? It's why he was one of the most popular stars of all time. And he was beloved is because he was a believable badass, legit badass. And he was beating up his boss for a living. I mean, who wouldn't want that job, right? So, uh, you know, living vicariously, uh, it, it sometimes is funny. And it's just, it, 
I, I don't know what it is about wrestling that makes you gravitate towards it other than wanting to see good overcome evil. I mean, it really at its core is that basic. I know that it's dumbing it down to like, you know, ground level, but that's essentially what it is, is good versus evil and wanting to see good triumph or wanting to see, even if you're not on the quote, quote unquote, good guy side, wanting to see your favorite star triumph and being able to relate to characters and live through them. You know, like, I, I think that's one of the big things for me. And, you know, uh, I, I know that as wrestling fans, a lot of us have to kind of sometimes hide that we're wrestling fans. I've, I've dealt with that before. I mean, I've, I've not now, but in the past I've had to, right? Like you just kind of, you know what the perception is about wrestling among non-wrestling fans. And sometimes you try to have to like hide that you're a fan or whatever. And you're almost, almost as if you're ashamed. I've grown way past that, but I was in it at one point. And, you know, when wrestling was cool, it was in the late nineties, early two thousands. And then it faded for a while. And now it's still, it, it's starting to come back a little bit in terms of quote unquote being cool and mainstream, but it's still not, you know, if you wear an Austin three sixteen t-shirt, it's you know not exactly relevant anymore. I mean, it, it might be for WrestleMania season, but outside of that, and you know, it's it is what it is. But I, th- those are some of the reasons. I mean, I could go on and on about being a wrestling fan, as I'm sure you could, and how it's affected your life and the things that you've done for wrestling and how much money that you've invested into the wrestling industry, whether it's uh, through merchandise, buying pay per views when that was a thing, the network, Peacock, the. Uh, you know, any video games, I know for myself anyway, all this stuff. And like you said, it's a family event. It is. And now that I have a small family, I hopefully I get to indoctrinate my favorite wrestlers into my son. And he will, he will be, oh, I will handpick his favorite wrestlers. He's not going to get to choose, right? He's not going to get to have John Cena. If he, if, he, if, 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 if I go to an event and he does the, I can't, you can't see me thing. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, we're never going to WrestleMania again, right? He will not love any of those traditional baby faces, right? Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna cheer for Rey Mysterio. Okay, he's gonna love Stone Cold, and I know these aren't active performers, but he he still has a whole bunch of tape to go through. He's gonna love Stone Cold. He's gonna love Taker, Rock. I'm gonna give him the whole history when he's old enough, and we'll see who's who's uh, cool and active when we get to that point for the current roster. But anyway, yeah. So I'm going to be a really good parent and be able to choose who I want him to like, right? That's, that's being a good parent. I, th- I think, I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, before I go off the deep end here, thanks Memphis, Mark. And I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are about WrestleMania. Just as I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts about WrestleMania. It's going to be a very noteworthy show next week. Here we go. Let's get to the next voicemail. What's up, Matt? Rocky T from Houston, Texas. I missed a couple of mailbags. Been busy, been sick. Um, could you go ahead and quickly remind me when you record the mailbag so I can make sure not to miss another week? Okay, uh, a couple of points. Number one, uh, Stone Cold's interpretation of the match, brawl, or fight. I think that was left open because, as you know, and many people know, we didn't know if he was even going to make it to WrestleMania 19. He was in a hospital the night before. So I'm thinking maybe it's a health issue or maybe it's a jitter issue. So maybe the night before WrestleMania Saturday, we don't know how he's going to feel or what. So they left that open just in case, you know, depending on how he's going to feel. Second little point, I know Brock won the Rumble to get the title match, but Roman didn't do anything to earn the WWE 
title shot. So I know they want to make a title versus title, so, like, automatically they gave it to him. Okay, so let's touch on that. And then one more quick thing. You had asked how my son became a Kane fan. Well, as me being a 30-year-long 30 30 wrestling fan, I watch every documentary, documentary period, like, that I can. And over the years, of course, you know, he kind of took to The Undertaker, and whenever he found out that Undertaker had a brother, you know, he just loves guys with masks. And he just started asking questions. Did Kane ever win the belt? Did Kane and Undertaker ever fight? Did Kane ever fight this guy, fight that guy? And, of course, I said, yes, sir. He did. Told him YouTube, went on Peacock, WWE Network. So my son took the time to sit there and watch Kane's career kind of unfold. Watch when he took off the mask. Watch him winning the belts and all that. So, naturally, it's just him liking characters with masks. That goes into, we like Ghostface Scream. Uh, he like Michael Myers at a young age. It just, it's, I know it's weird, but the kid took to it. And Grandpa around, Grandpa spoiled him and let him watch those things. But he's off of that kick now. But anyway, just wants to let you know. So I hope you start letting your kids watch. And I hope they become fans as much as we are. All right, man. Enjoy the week. Enjoy WrestleMania. I'm going to subscribe to Patreon this week. And we'll talk to you next week. Hey, Rocky, good to hear from you. And uh, very cool about your son and the whole Kane thing. I mean, I've probably already mentioned this before, but I think Kane is uh, one of the best of all time. Had he not been in a class of absolute legends, living legends with Stone Cold Rock, Taker, Show, Triple H, and so forth, Mick Foley, then I think he would have been the top guy. But he was in a class that was ultra-talented and once in a generation, right? So, um, but... That's that's really cool as as far as I, I mean you watch all the documentaries and things and you've been watching wrestling a little bit longer than I have um, I've, I've been watching since ninety seven which is what twenty five years so you've you've got me by five years or so but regardless you you still are, are, you're about the same era as I am uh, as oh I meant to answer your question I record the mailbag Wednesday evenings Eastern Standard Time usually at like nine o'clock ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time is when I record it. Um, obviously this week was a little different with Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. I'm also behind the times. It's actually Thursday night right now, which is not normal. But get your emails into me by like afternoon Wednesday every week. And I'll be able to get your your even your voicemails, right? If you even if you get them in by dinner time, Eastern Standard Time, I'll be able to answer it. Um so yeah, your question though about what did Roman do to earn a WWE title shot? Well, Brock is the one that wanted this match like, you know, six months ago. And he mentioned it, and I'm like, oh, well, there's the WrestleMania main event that they already planned and they're planting the seats for. Because Brock is the one that brought it up. He offered it up. That's what happened. Roman didn't go through a tournament or win a match to do it. Brock offered it up because he wanted title versus title. Now, why Brock wanted title versus title didn't, I mean, I, I don't know, but that's the narrative is that Brock offered it up. That's how he got it. So, Rocky, thank you, buddy, for your contributions and, uh, you know, Continue watching those documentaries. And, you know, some of my, by the way, some of the fa my favorite Kane matches that I remember are the Inferno match with Taker, WrestleMania 14 with Taker. I mean, that whole storyline right at the beginning was just one of the most emotional and best storylines of all time in WWE. I really believe that. Um, Kane losing the WWE Championship to Stone Cold after King of the Ring 99. That was also, um, I think it was 98, 98 or 99. It was the Monday Night Raw after Austin lost the belt for one night. Kane was champion for one day, which was still a travesty. Um, that match I remember very well. 
uh, particularly because Stone Cold won it back. But um, Kane's had some good ones. You know, Kane has had some really good matches, and he's worked with absolutely everybody. So, all right, let's move on and uh, see who's next. Hey, it's Kyle from Baltimore. So, I just got done watching Raw last night and rewatched some clips from um, today as well. And there's like three potential matches for on Saturday that should be the main event, right? Now, people think it's going to be the Kevin Owens. Uh, Steve Austin saying kind of what Owens said last last night, saying that he's going to be the main event. I hope not to end with a talk show. I think it'll be decidedly stupid. I think that's another story. Especially you have Becky and Bianca and Charlotte and Ronda, which I don't care much about anyway, to be the main event because what should be the main event is Becky and Bianca. That's just the bottom line to that situation. This has been the most interesting, I feel like, headed into WrestleMania as a, for a match. The story's been kind of weak kind of weak and it just, it just goes back to SummerSlam. That's really the the main reason about that match is let's go back let's go back to SummerSlam what happened with SummerSlam with Becky winning the title in five seconds. But the way that they've done up that match ever since then really has been really good. And it should be the main event and not that that's some dumb that's some dumb uh talk show. Even at the end even if the end the match with Roder and Charlie at least at least it's a it's a match, not a talk show, you know, so but that's just the bottom line. I hope that Becky and Bianca are the main event because if not, it's a big mistake. And I'll just, I'll just personally just turn it off and it ends up being the Kevin Owens show. That's just how I personally feel about it. But that's just it. Thanks for my call. Bye. Hey, Kyle. So I don't think they're going to end it with a talk show, but I still think they're going to end it with Stone Cold and, and KO. How is that possible? Because I don't think the the KO show is going to last long. It's going to probably turn into a match. Or at least a brawl in which referees come out. I I don't know. I agree. And I've said that. They can't end it with a talk show. That would be insane. They've never done that ever, and I would not advise it. That's why I still believe. Because they're kind of being very coy about if this is an official match. It's not. The KO show is a mask. It's a cover for an actual match. Why wouldn't they just say it's a match? They could sell more tickets. But if it's the main event of the show for Saturday night... I think it's going to it's going to kind of just morph into a match. I agree, though, if it's just a talk show, it probably shouldn't be the main event. However, it is Stone Cold Steve Austin, your biggest star of all time in the in the company returning to fight somebody. But is it a real match or not? I, I, I hear you. I hear you. As far as actual matches go, though, I agree. Becky and Bianca is much better right now built than Charlotte Ronda, because honestly, Ronda Rousey doesn't. She doesn't fit. I'm sorry. She doesn't work this year. And I mean, yeah, it was, oh, everyone knew that she was going to be back at the Royal Rumble. She got a decent pop, but she's not great on the mic. She's uh, a a narcissist in real life uh, from everything I've seen on Twitter. And, um, you know, when she's not quote unquote in character, she just, she doesn't align with a lot of stuff I believe in. Let me just leave it at that. Um, She just is not somebody that I would ever be friends with ever. And I think she'd be an awesome heel, but as a baby face, she is God awful. I, I, I think so. Anyway, uh, I agree. I agree that if it was a match to be held, an actual match that is on the card, Becky and Bianca should be the main event of Saturday night. Totally agree. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Let's continue. Hey, Matt. It's New York Kyle again. Uh, so for the since the mailbag is take, by the way, it's Tuesday night, so tomorrow's the mailbag. I know the mailbag is a takeover episode. Take over two weeks in a row, baby. That's awesome. 
And, uh, so basically for that mailbag episode, I'm going to be probably putting in my prediction to WrestleMania, like in the email for the ca- Mr. Miss Casual Wrestling fan. I'm putting the predictions in the email. So, uh, I'm not going to say all the predictions right now on the voicemail, plus I only have to, I can only send one anyway for the thing if you know. You can't do multiple anymore, which I still understand, but yeah. All the predictions are going to be in my, in my email. So, I only have three questions for you for WrestleMania. I'm just curious what you think. Other than The Rock, which I think the whole thing you're saying about The Rock coming out after Roman's match, I totally think that's going to happen too. Totally agree. But, uh, other than The Rock, by the way, I haven't listened to your Raw review yet. I think, I don't think it's out yet. So, if I say anything that you're going to say on, Raw, on the Raw review, sorry. But, um, other than the Rock thing that I agree with you with, I have three questions. Who else do you think is going to return at WrestleMania, if any? Who do you think is going to maybe, who do you think is maybe going to debut at WrestleMania, like maybe like a new new star? I don't know. You never know. Or like an NXT call-up maybe. And my third question is, what do you think is going to be best match of the night out both nights? Meaning like, which match will be match of the night and the most like fun match will still the show? Uh, both nights, what do you think will be the best one? Me, personally, I think it's either going to be the Raw Tekken title match, Eddie versus AJ Styles, or Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. I think it's going to be one of those three. But let me know what you think. And uh, my three minutes is almost up. Everything else I want to say about WrestleMania will be on the email portion of the mailbag. So, uh, yeah. I hope everyone enjoys WrestleMania. I'll be in the Discord server chatting it up. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah. Hope everyone enjoys it. WrestleMania week, everyone get hyped. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you next week at WrestleMania. So thanks, everyone. Love you all. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you next week, Matt. Hey there, Kyle. So let's get right to it. Who else returns besides put, put the rock aside, which I, I have now my doubts. I've heard conflicting reports, especially from Wrestling Observer, which take it or leave it. Dave Meltzer is one of the most controversial figures in all of uh, wrestling journalism. But they are reporting he's not going to be there. We'll see. I mean, I still believe it'll happen. You can't have the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Roman stand there and the crowd boos. And then that's it. I mean, you got to have a big, big, big hook. And I think that's probably going to be it. So uh, that said, who else returns? I think Bailey and or Asuka. I think both of them return. Um, I do believe Cody Rhodes. I mean, that's the worst kept secret in WWE right now. I think Cody Rhodes takes out uh, Seth Rollins. Who debuts? Now, when you say debut, you mean somebody that's never been in WWE before. Somebody that's maybe called up from NXT. And Thunder Rosa, I think, could. Is that, am I getting around? And may, not Thunder Rosa. There's, who is it? I've heard rumors of, there's a big female star. It's going to escape me as I embarrass myself. It's not Thunder Rosa. I can't think of the name. And I'm somebody out there is yelling it. There's a rumor going around about one of the, um, she might be in Ring of Honor or Impact of coming over. So anyway, there, there's rumors of actually new female stars coming over um, and debuting. If you're looking for a debut, that's what I've heard. But outside of that and outside of The Rock and outside of Asuka and Bailey, you know, Alexa Bliss is also mysteriously missing. There's a lot of women, I think, that are going to return. Even Trish Stratus, I've heard of, of possible returning. So, I mean, that's my guess. If, if you're going to boil it down to who's realistic when you come, when, it, when it comes down to brass tacks, I think it's going to be Bailey returning. Uh, um, Oscar's probably going to be the Monday Night Raw after, 
and Alexa Bliss will somehow also make her presence known. That's what I think. And, uh, of course, The Rock. But, all right. Uh, your next question uh, is best match on both nights. I think it's going to be Seth Rollins and, and uh, or rather Seth Rollins. Um, Edge, I think, and AJ Styles are going to kill it if given enough time. Uh, yeah, the Raw Tag Team title match could also really kill it. I, I wouldn't sleep on the women's tag title match either. As bad and awful and as irrelevant as the women's tag title is, the match itself with the women inside of that match that are ultra talented as they are, I think could really make that match a, a, a dark horse or a contender for at least one of the top three matches of the night. Of course, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar is, I mean, it is, that is, you know exactly what you're going to get with that matchup. It's going to be just fine. They have good chemistry. I don't think it's going to be the match of the night, though, in your terms of just wrestling quality alone, not star power. Um, what else? Uh, Kevin Owens on Stone Cold. I don't obviously. I don't think that's going to be the match of the night. Um, I also think that when you look at the rest of the card, I mean, Bianca and you say Bianca and uh, Becky could really kill it. Ronda and Charlotte probably won't. I, I I would kind of agree with you, Kyle. I'm, I'm I know it's a boring answer, but I I mean, when you look at it on paper, that's that's it. I mean, other than the women's tag title match that you could be sleeping on, I, I would agree. So, Kyle, thank you so much, buddy. I, and uh, yeah, I know I put up the raw review late. I've been a terrible podcast creator this week and content creator. I mean, I've been just embarrassing. Uh, so I don't know why you guys subscribe to me. You should just all cancel. Just cancel me. Um, but uh, thank you, Kyle. So a couple more voicemails here, and we'll be good to go. So let's see who is next. Hey, Matt, first off, you're going to shut your mouth while I speak. Wherever you are, wherever, wherever, whatever city you are in, you're going to acknowledge none other than Mr. Dennis McGinley, a.k.a. The Tick. First off, I'd like to quickly explain my nickname, The Tick. It comes from a cartoon series the first episode aired on september 10th 1994 just for your information brad one five two four i know you're laughing back there so I have other business to take care of before I take care of you. Hey there, French dude. I expect your, I accept your open challenge for your title that you're so-called holding for now. I don't play 2K22 video game for your info, man. Talk to you next week. Have a nice day. There he is. There he is. Turn and heal. Does everybody want to turn and heal on me? Am I the baby face or am I the heel and you guys are all turning baby faces, right? Like, a, I don't know. I don't know what the roles are. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being attacked by usually Owen pops on. I haven't heard from Owen lately. I'm sure he's uh, boiling up something good for a, 
a, a promo on all of us. Uh, but Dennis, Mr. Dennis McGinley comes in and just torches me. And I, you know, hey, uh, you, you're challenging Alex, the French guy, right? So if you don't play 2K22, there's got to be some kind of virtual way to settle this. There's got to be something. Uh, I mean, I would say 2K22 or another video game that you guys can just like set up a private matchup and that's how you that's how you would settle it. So I'll leave that to Alex, the French guy, and Dennis, Mr. Dennis McGinley. Why don't both of you get together on the Discord server and hash it out, give each other your contact info. Once you set up whatever it is virtually, I will uh, I'll observe it or you just tell me the outcome and they'll be awarded the championship because right now, Alex, the French guy, is unopposed. He, I don't, I don't know if he has a division. He just has a championship. He's like the women's tag belts. He's holding a championship with no division to contend with, right? So, um, anyway, thank you, Dennis. Uh, I hope you're in the Discord chat. I'll be looking forward to you and really everybody chatting with during WrestleMania. Okay, let's close this out. Hey, man, it's Justin from Maryland. Just wanted to get my thoughts on a couple of topics heading into WrestleMania this weekend. So first, I was um, very uh, interested in the segment between Bianca and Becky. Um, it definitely felt like uh, Bianca was showing some hit, um, showing that she can definitely be a heel. It kind of felt like that it was a heel turn just from like her demeanor, but maybe she was just reta- uh, retaliating on Becky. But I felt like that that ending might. <clears throat> my point to uh Becky retaining because you know normally when whoever gets the upper hand uh on the go home show they normally don't win. So maybe they'll swerve it to have uh Bella win. But I want Becky to win. I kinda want someone else to take the title off uh Becky like uh Rhea Ripley at SummerSlam. So I'm kinda hoping that Becky does win. Um next um the Street Profits, I'm definitely interested in that uh, triple threat tag match. It was interesting that the Street Profits attacked RK Bro and not the Alpha Academy. I felt like, you know, that was um, kind of odd, too. Kind of similar to the whole um, Bianca situation. So maybe the Street Profits will turn heel. I feel like they should. I mean, they've been baby faces for, what, three years now since they came up to the main roster. So I feel like They'll definitely turn heel uh, sometime this year. Uh, they can definitely be better heels than the Bay Pacers. They're, they're very – I mean, I like them as a team, but I feel like they can be obnoxious enough that they'll work better as a heel team. Uh, next, I didn't like how they had a lot of SmackDown stars on Raw. I don't like how Ricochet just lost to Austin Theory. They could have gave Austin Theory uh, a different opponent because it made Ricochet look weak. And he has a title match coming up on SmackDown, so that didn't even make any sense. So I was confused about that. Um, and I think that's it. I'm definitely looking forward to a WrestleMania. Um, I've seen reports that Shane McMahon is being brought in from WrestleMania weekend. Um, I don't know if he'll face Seth. That will definitely be a big swerve. And hopefully Seth beats him. I hope Shane doesn't go over so, again, man, that's it. I think my time's almost up. So I'll talk to you next week. Our closer, Justin from Maryland. Thank you, uh, buddy, for, for contributing every week. And, again, just like everybody else, I'm, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on WrestleMania over the next uh, couple of days and what happens. Okay, let's uh, address these things one by one. Bianca, was it a heel turn? I did talk about this earlier in the show. 
I don't think it was intended to be, but I think it came across that way in a way that they didn't intend. And then the crowd also reacted appropriately where they figured that the crowd would pop for Bianca doing something that Becky just tried to do to her. So that's how the baby face is justified. But the thing is that she could have just thrown the scissors. She could have stomped on the scissors, as somebody said earlier. She could have done anything other than do what Becky was going to do. But again, she's just doing tit for tat, you know? And Bianca would have, or Becky would have done that very same thing to her had she not been able to fend her off. So I do not believe it was an intentional heel turn. We'll have to see what the follow-up is, but I don't think it was on purpose. Uh, but that said, your rule of thumb that I think is generally the case, maybe 75% of the time that the person who gets the one-up before the pay-per-view, before the premium live event now, usually loses at the pay-per-view, at the premium live event. That's not always the case. I'd say three out of four times, maybe even two-thirds of the time, it, it's the case. So there's a definitely a, a strong argument to be made for Becky retaining, because I agree that I don't think Bianca is nearly as hot as she was last year. She doesn't necessarily need the championship. She's already, well, I, don't, I was going to say she's already main eventing. She's, she's, I don't think she's in the main event with Becky Lynch, but they could be, you know, even if they position them as the main event of Saturday night, I would buy it, but they're not, I don't think they will. Um, so yeah, I, I'm fine with Becky retaining. I'll leave my predictions for tomorrow night with grace, but uh, moving on, Street Profits tra uh, tag team triple threat match with uh, the RK Bro and the Alpha Academy. Everybody is looking to this to be a, dare I say, stupendous match. And it was interesting that they did they did decide to attack RK Bro instead of Alpha Academy. Does that mean that they're turning heel? Maybe, but don't forget, everybody's waiting for Randy to turn on um, to turn on Riddle. And I think it's gonna. I think it could happen as soon as WrestleMania. I really believe that RK Bro could disintegrate at WrestleMania. Hint, hint at my prediction. And Randy drops him, and we finally get the split at WrestleMania, leading to a, a backlash uh, match between the two. Maybe even a couple of pay per views after that. And that would mean that with a, one big babyface team down, you're now also going to turn the Street Profits heel with a, a heel Alpha Academy. There's just too many heel teams, so I don't think they'll do it right now if the turn from Randy does happen with Riddle. So just to balance things out with good uh, good guys and bad guys. doesn't get any more simple than that. But, Justin, thank you so much for your, uh, your very in intuitive and inquisitive. I don't know why I felt like saying that. I don't even know if that was used in the right context, but <laughs> your contributions this week, much appreciated, as everybody's was. I, I do appreciate it. And this was a total mailbag of over three hours and 20 minutes. When you combine my work with the voicemails with Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan that they did over two hours, we have an over three-hour <laughs> mailbag, guys. This is why I had to split it. I am very appreciative of Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan for taking the workload that I would not have been able to do. And if we continue to get content this heavy and this much, I may have to like spread it out over weeks. Um, the problem with that is if I talk about something somebody sent two weeks ago, it's not no longer relevant. So I'm going to have to figure out a system. I mean, it's a good problem to have if your show's growing, but I'll have to figure it out. Nonetheless, guys, I don't want that to discourage you from sending in your emails and your voicemails. Join us on Patreon, guys. There's no better time to do it. Just for a dollar, you get into the in the door hundreds of ad-free shows as well as discord server shout out you can go up in tiers and get video and everything like that but at least get yourself in the door and be able to chat with us we're going to enable voice chat we have a actual text chat and you can join us on our website wwpodcast.com use promo code wrestlemania to get 50 percent off and that also has video and ad-free shows and you can just go vip there and apple Podcasts, 99 cents ad-free there i'm done with my infomercial everybody guys 
we're about to hit WrestleMania weekend. It starts tomorrow. And it starts with the WrestleMania preview and prediction show with Grace. Get ready, guys. We are now in the thick of it. Everybody enjoy their evening or morning or day. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to wwepodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.